Let's continue here on Box to Row. We are joined by a gentleman. As a matter of fact, he plays the role of Coach Marcus Turner on All-American Homecoming. But look, you've seen him in American Sniper, All Eyes on Me, Gran Torino on TV in the Shy. And by the way, All-American Homecoming each Monday on the CW, 9 p.m., 8 central, as Corey Hardrick joins us here on Box to Row. Corey's good to uh, see and talk with you. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I love the introduction. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Man, I love the introduction. Can you, can you sell it to me so I can keep it for now? <laughs> it's all good. And look, when you've done some of the things you've done, that's how I mean, you, we got it. We got to do it that way. You know what I mean? Really appreciate you and salute to you as well, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. So let me start here. As I mentioned, Marcus Turner, he's the head baseball coach at Brinkston University, which is a fictional HBCU. Looks a lot to me. You know, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Looks a lot to me like Morehouse. It's got the Morehouse colors, right? It's in Atlanta, right? So, but who is Coach Turner? Tell us who Coach Turner is. Wow. I would say Coach Coach Turner, he's he's full of tough love, you know, on these kids. And uh he he just wants the best out of them. He knows that the real world is tough. He's just going beyond sports and beyond possibly getting to the majors he's just like i want these black men first of all to grow out in this world and just be great role models be great examples and he's just trying to instill all those principles just to be strong in this world because he knows that they're going to be faced with a whole bunch of adversities and obstacles in the world and he's trying to make sure that they have the right tools as they leave school that's that's my whole thing and um you know, I would say all these kids are like my sons because I treat them like that. And uh, he, I mean, I, like I said, I want the best for them because I love them and I want them to succeed. And that's who Coach Turner is. He's tough, man. No question. It's a spinoff of homecoming in his matter of um, All-American, that is. And as a matter of fact, in the last season of All-American, there was a specific show uh, of All-American called Homecoming, which was a prelude to this series. And you know, the baseball program was in some trouble then. It's still, in a, in a lot of respects, uh, in, in trouble. Kind of speak to sort of, you know, sort of that dynamic and some of the background with respect to the Brinkston University baseball program. Yeah, well, we're dealing with a program that's kind of like it's underfunded. You know, HBCUs, we never, they never get the proper resources and a proper funding to carry out these programs, but they always want to, you know, get the best out of their players. And sometimes... You know, most of the time, HBCUs, we, you, you do give them that. For example, um, when we were filming, like, our field had potholes in it, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we're filming, they were like, oh, this is just like how HBCUs. A couple of the guys went to HBCUs, said it's like that. And we still had to go out there and do what we have to do, cover the holes up. And with Professor uh, Zeke Allen, is what he does is, you know, he wants he wants was better. I'm sorry, that's my no, it's all right good. Here. That's great. It's good stuff. Hey, baby. he wants what's best. <laughs> Hi, honey. Daddy's okay. All right, baby. <laughs> so what what happens is Coach Zeke Allen he only cares about money, which most of these professors and institutions do. I care about the players, and um, you'll see as the show progress and unfolds that we're at odds we don't see the same you know we're not eye to eye with things and um you know um and that's what makes it for good entertainment as well because it's a slice of real life and um like i said i'm blessed just to be a part of it as well 
Yeah, when you get into this role or any role you do, I I, I found it interesting. And I don't know, maybe I maybe I may be reading too much into it, but you said we as if you are Marcus Turner, right? Like, so do you you get into the role in, or any role you play like that, right? Like you're deep into it. I'm deep. I'm. I feel like all the way down from how I wear my shoes, like the socks, my my wardrobe to the haircut. I got the old school flat top. As you can see, because that old school flat top, we all had that coach back in the day. When you saw that hairstyle, you know, he, he didn't play. You know, he'll put, it, he'll put your foot in your behind. So right. I knew if I was to get that aggressive style, they know he means business. You know what I'm saying? So the words just come out natural from that point on. But um, Coach Marcus, I watched a lot of YouTube. I watched a lot of Deion Sanders. Um you know, I watched Remember the Titans several times uh, over uh, Denzel. So I just want to make sure, you know, that I'm I'm coming in showing leadership, showing strength, and just trying to get the best out of him. But I mean, you know, I mean well. You know, he has a good heart as well. My intentions are pure. That's what I wanted Coach Marcus Turner to be and who he is. Interesting dynamic between your character and Coach Turner and Damon Sims, who is a yeah. major league prospect. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. you, I go back to that pilot series uh, during All-American, yeah. um, you know, but talk about that because, you know, you, you guys have, again, this interesting relationship, but that culminated Monday night show with him putting together like this PlayStation thing and your character, Coach Turner, was like, hey, I'm down with it. Let's get rolling, you know, as a as a as a team building type, type of thing. Right. It builds camaraderie. It bring it, it builds team morale just to show them that coach has a light side, too. You know, and that caught people off guard because, you know, it feel like I'm hollering out, you know, in every episode. He's just mean, but he's just trying to get his point across. And that's the only way he knows how, even though he means well. So I felt like when I was able to get in with the team and play video games, it's so, OK, coach is just like us. You know what I'm saying? He's one of us. And that makes the players kind of embrace coach more. You know what I'm saying? Coach is fun, but at the same time, they know he means business. Um, but, yeah, me and Damon Sims, the relationship with us is, um, you know, he's he's a young hothead from Chicago, star player. You know, he could have went to the MLB, decided on HBCU baseball, which, you know, he's – you're going to find out if he's regretting that later on. But, you know, he, he, he goes back and forth with what he could have been. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we we're counting on him to come through for us and to still keep the winning um, attitude, keep his mentality good so we can still win and have a, have a um, thriving program. So, and um, we'll see if he continue to do that, but um, that's where our, our thing comes into play. I'm just trying to get him on the right track. Corey Hardrick plays the role of coach Marcus Turner in all American homecoming on CW's Mondays at 9 PM, 8 central as he joins us here on box to row how much involvement i'm at you may be an hbcu guy i don't know but how much involvement are you an hbcu guy how much did you know about hbcus prior to this role i can say i didn't know much I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you and then um you know i feel ignorant for saying that but that's the truth um so what i did was i started doing a lot of different research and watching all the greats who went to hbcus uh i even digged up denzel's commencement uh the speech he did for uh, i believe it was dillard at an hbcu and uh it was so moving i was just like wow hbcus have like this power that no one really taps into on a whole and i feel like it goes unnoticed and missing um just in the world of just college you know and it should be 
you know, given more respect, you know, of HBCU. So I really was just like, it would be an honor to be a part of it, to just bring excellence, especially black excellence to, you know, HBCUs through the show and what I can do to contribute to it, to make it grow. And then I started, you know, just, just, just studying up on it more and reading more about it and who all went to HBCUs. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is amazing, you know, just to see. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm very happy that I'm, I'm being more knowledgeable of it now. No question. I think one of the interesting things about it, as I look at the cast, particularly of the baseball players, you know, you look at, you know, there's a lot of black players, there's Latino players, white players, and that's what makes up a lot. I mean, I think, you know, sometimes those that don't know HBCUs think, okay, well, it's all black players. Uh, and that's not necessarily the case. Uh, you you will find more black players on HBCUs the further you go south, but it's a good makeup of what HBCUs are in terms of the guys that are on this team at Brinkston. Yeah, I mean, it's the real world. I mean, anybody can go to an HBCU, you know what I'm saying? So it just doesn't have to be just confined to just the black athlete, and that's what we're showing as well. You know, HBCUs can be a top, top's not pro, top-notch programs just like Division One. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and those are diverse. So you can make HBCUs diverse and you still can get the best out of your players um, far as academic-wise, far as sports-wise on a national scale. And that's what we're all trying to do, just even the playing field, you know, and just get the respect that we rightfully deserve with HBCUs. So um, I think it's coming. And it's Deion Sanders, like he's changing that. You know, all these recruits are going to Jackson State. It's a beautiful thing to see. And there, you know, other HBCUs are starting to um, get highlighted as well. So, Corey Hardrick joins us here on the program again. All American Homecoming on CW's Mondays at 9 p.m. 8 Central. Um, you know, one of the things, I mean, to the point, it's a it's a real show. Like it touches on a lot of issues, and one of the issues that I like that it touched on uh, Monday night was the uh, NIL or uh, name, image, and likeness uh, piece. Uh, you know, so, sort of, I mean, I don't know how much you knew about that as well in terms of college athletics, but sort of, sort of give us your thoughts on maybe if you knew about it, where you stand uh, on NIL and if this role and the research you've done has maybe changed your opinion. I wasn't too familiar with the NIL. I wasn't like, you know, I, like I said, I wasn't as educated on it. But then just watching it, you're just like, wow, there's like a whole new world and whole new. Hold on, baby. Hi, honey. My baby's gone from school. It's you know, it's just you walk right over here. OK, Ain't no problem. I don't wanna... OK, it's good okay. Stuff. <laughs> that's real life. Yeah, you see? that's real life. That's real life, man. I'm, I'm a realist. So. Um, but like I say, it, it's it's always cool to, to see something and say, I want to educate myself more on that. You know what I'm saying? With the NIL, because I had no clue. You know, I, I, I wasn't educated on it and wasn't aware about it. But, um, you know, um, I will be now <laughs> moving forward. Um, so. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, what drew you to this role? Did you have to try for it? Did, did, did they say, hey, we, we you're the perfect uh, person um, for this role? How, how did that come about? Well, I met with the creator, NK, who created All-American. And she was creating this universe and she wanted to create this, this All-American spinoff with HBCUs. And she told me that they were looking for this strong coach, you know, um, 
who was who was intense, but he meant well. And I was like, wow, that's me. I'm intense. I'm like this with my son. I play ball with him in the backyard. I'll be training him, coaching him till he's crying. But in a, but I mean well. <laughs> I that's you. the Chicago in me. I got you. And I told her who I was, you know, um, family man. And she was like, we're looking for that character. And she said she was a fan of my work. And I, and I said, thank you so much. And she said, you know what? I'm going to try to make something happen. I'll get back to you. And I always have meetings like that. And sometimes you just be like, oh, oh that ain't, you know, I'm not going to hear nothing. <laughs> and then within a few weeks, you know, she stood on her word and um, she came back and it came back with the offer and it was a blessing. And I worked five minutes from the house. Wow. You know, they, they were talking about shooting this in Atlanta and I was like, oh man, I'm, I don't want to leave my family again because that's what I'm used to doing. But when they said they're shooting it close at Warner Brothers, I was just like, oh, this is a blessing. You know, we can shoot it here. I'm close. Um, so yeah, we just wrapped up the season um, yesterday. And today, end of the first season. So God willing, we'll get a season, another season. But, you know, um, it was fun. I had a a great time. It's been a blessing so far. Now, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned being from, from Chicago, the shy, you're, you're part of, part of that um, TV series and you've done a lot of things, but what was it like? I mean, I got to know, man, like, what was it like working with Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino and American Sniper? Like that's Clint Eastwood, man. You know what that's I mean? That's Clint Eastwood, man. That that was that was the best experience I've had from working with a filmmaker because he is so cool and he's like us. He's the real one, man's man, chill, real simple. And it's just like he knows, you know, he he knows like his presence is so felt. Like everyone when he comes on the set, you can hear a needle drop at all times, you know. But he's the coolest, and I felt like. He gave me the best advice I ever had in my career. He would eat lunch with me every day on the set of Gran Torino is when I first met him. And uh, he told me, never worry about what you're going to get. Always show them what you got. So I remembered that for the rest of my career. Don't worry about it. Just go do your thing. Don't worry about nothing else. And he was the same way with Sniper. And I can say that I'm happy that I was a part of his two biggest, highest gross movies of all times at Warner Brothers. They, they, think both combined gross over like eight nine hundred million and i was a part of them so i always be like wow he hired me and i had to audition for both of them off a of tape well wow. you know so I, I salute to mr clean eastwood the living legend for sure for no, the opportunity no doubt about it. a couple of more thoughts again all american homecoming on cw mondays 9 p.m 8 central uh coach marcus turner is played by the one and only Corey hardrick uh, so the Nicki Minaj video, like I didn't even know she had a new video out. Like I watch it, I see my, I see my, my man Tommy, um, uh, from uh, Joseph, yeah, yeah, Power, from Power, um, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me about that, man. How did that come about? Like that video is like oh, nine man. minutes long. I, man, listen, I was chilling at the crib, and uh, Benny Boom, he's a video yeah. and film director cool. as well. He filmed me, and um, I was able to work on All Eyes on Me, the Tupac movie. So he called me, I played Haitian Jack in that. So he called me up, it was like 11 o'clock at night on a Friday and said, I need you for this video in the morning. I was like, a video? I don't do videos. But he told me who it was. He was like, it's Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby. I said, wow, my son loves Lil Baby, right? I was like, I'll be the coolest dad in the world if I go do this, right? <laughs> so they sent me the lines. I looked them over and I, it was a lot of pages. And I was just like, you know what? If I don't know him, I'm a, I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm going down there tomorrow. <laughs> where, where do I go? So he ran it by Nikki and Nikki approved. And it was just like, you know, they wanted a real actor. And I was just like, man, I'll be honored to 
it's an honor to be in it to work with Nikki, you know, one of the greatest of all times in the rap game. And it turned out well. And it got like a number one video, number one song. So yeah, we supposed to work together again on some one day. So uh, maybe Nikki will come to homecoming. We talked about that. So Oh man, that would that would that would be crap hey, that would really be crazy. Um, now, so family life, right? Like, I know your your daughter, like you said, she's just got kind of gotten home from school, and so your yeah. wife Tia Maori Hardrick, <laughs> yeah. we grew up watching her on Sister Sister. I mean, talk talk a little bit about family life, and and both of you are actors. I mean, you know, that's we're that's both we're both we're both we're both in it right right now. My wife's upstairs doing some interviews now. She just started her show, third season on uh, Netflix with Loretta Divine called Family Reunion. So this is. This is our life, but we also, you know, we keep our family first, our kids first, and uh, we make everything work. We have um, we have a great uh, support system who helps out a lot, who helps us a lot, you know, with it. And um, family life, man, you saw it. My daughter just came home, and it's just like it's right here. She right there in front of me, you know. <laughs> That's just what it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wouldn't trade it for nothing for the world, man. I love it. I love it. Man, you know what I saw on the on on the humble um, Karen, like I don't know, maybe been four or five months ago, came on BET. Her and I watched the whole thing. It was good, man. You were good in that. Thank you, man. I got a little, you know, you 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 here to talk about it, but like I said, it's entertainment. I got a Karen who lived next door to me. That's why I took the move. <laughs> a Ken, whoever he live across the street from me. So it's like it's real life. Yeah. And I was just like when I read it, I said, wow, this could be cool. And um, the film did what it did, and I had a good time shooting it. And I was just like, you know what? It, it, it brought up a lot of different conversation. What, baby? Oh, Jesus. You want to say hi? Say hi. What? Hello. How are you? Say, I'm okay. I'm okay. Good. Okay. Good to see okay. you. <laughs> so That's great. I, um, I read the script, and I was yeah. just like, all right, art imitates life. I'm going to do this movie. So, yeah. you know, um, and it was, I had a good time. I had a good time doing it, man. So, you know, shout out to everybody in, in the Karen film. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got some projects behind the scenes. And, well, some, some stuff you're doing behind the scenes and on camera with Hardcore yes. Films, which is your production company. Yes, I just got that. Um, I have some projects slated for this year. Depending on how much time, watch out, baby. <laughs> Depending on how much time I have um, with my hiatus, um, but we're we're slating projects now. We have three right now that we're slating to go into pre-production um, towards the end of the month. Um, so yeah, they gave. Um, I partnered with a um, a group who were looking to do films with a within a lo low price point range. You know, just films that um, just diversify films for the culture and. It, I always wanted to do movies that I grew up watching. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 Poetic Justice, the Boys in the Hood. I, those movies to me, like you'll never, The Last Dragon. You know, like those movies to me, like I'll always remember those films and how they made an impact on my life. So I said, let's bring it back to that. And I want to start a company where I can do movies that gives you that feeling again. You know, it's like that feeling is lost, you know? So I want to get into that space and, um, I'm, I'm able to do it right now. So it's just a matter of how many I can do before going back to work or which ones I'm going to be in. But um, it's pretty exciting just to, to create and have some ownership of something, you know? Yeah. So you play, see what I can do. yeah. So you play a baseball coach. Are you, are you from the shies? You mentioned you're a Cubs fan. You're a white Sox fan. I've always been a Cubs fan. Okay. 
always, always been. A, and they were like up north. The, the White Sox are on the south side, but I've always been like a Cubs fan. Some about you familiar with Wrigley Field? Of course, yeah, well, I hadn't been, but yes, very much so. Yeah, sure. like they had like the some about it's like historic. It's old. The seats are still wood, and you know you probably get a splinter if you sit in them. You know, <laughs> but some about that feel of the Cubs is always to me that was like Chicago baseball. It was never like the White Sox. I was like, no, this is this is about the Cubs. You know that hat with the C on it, and I used to always have that hat on because of my name, Corey. So. Yeah, I grew up a Cubs fan, so it's cool to be a baseball coach now. Yeah, at one time, a hundred-year drought. Of course, they 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 uh, wiped that out with the, with the World Series uh, several years ago. Um, Bulls, Bears. I fell off the I fell off the Bulls train when Mike left. You know, okay. I think that was '96. You know, Scotty, all that. I just was like, no more Bulls. Now it's like if I would go into loving the Bulls now, it would be just the bandwagon. They're winning and. I'm from the Chicago, but um, no, I I can't say I'm a Lakers fan now. I've okay. been in LA years. I've been Lakers just because I've been here and just fell into Lakers. Then I love Kobe and Shaq. You know, you love these Lakers though. These Lakers ain't looking no. too good, Court. <laughs> Let me tell you, we could talk if I could tell you the truth. You know, Coach always tell you the truth, but we talking sports right now. <laughs> I think they just they messed up. They messed up. You know, they made a few trades. I said, don't do it. Just heal up. Have a good summer off season. Bring back the same team. Switch out a couple. But when you do that whole restructure, and I'm never getting rid of four twenty year olds for a thirty something year old. I'm not doing that. I'm keeping it youthful. Yeah. You know, and I was I was disappointed in with, with that, and now it's just like, who knows? Who knows now? So LeBron is he's doing what he can do, but he can only do so much. And AD, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't say nothing bad, but I don't know. <laughs> Well, again, uh, All-American Homecoming each <laughs> airs each Monday, 9 p.m. That is 8 Central Time on the CW. One of the stars of the show right there, Corey Hardrick, joins us here on Box to Row. Corey, great to catch up with you, man. Continued success in all you do. Thank you so much, and continued success to you as well. And let's keep it going, brother. I appreciate you.